0: Versus Pop Culture, my name is Richard, with me is Greg. Hello. And Johnny.
1: Yeah, we're here. (laughs) Dramatic pause for effect.
0: Gentlemen, it has been a couple weeks, I think, since we've been here. Yep. We had ourselves a big weekend in Chicago last week.
1: Huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're still catching up on sleep.
0: Yeah. Oh man. We partied all night. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> it was, it was your afternoon at the American girl doll store that really just sunk your, uh, your routine, right?
0: Yeah, actually it was really funny. Um, so, you know, we've been to Chicago, like, I don't know, a thousand times in the last couple of years. Um, and the majority of them, my daughter, Julie has gone, um, and her kind of our way of luring her up there now is to be like, yeah, we're going to the American Girl doll store. <laughs> and let me tell you right now, that child absolutely knows how to both sucker me <laughs> and how to like trickle truth me on what she wants to make sure that like she gets the maximum amount of American girlage.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we're there and she once again got a straight A report card. So grandma gave her some cash and I'm like, I will match grandma's cash. And then on top of that, you know, they, they were running a promo that was twenty dollars off if you spent 120. So I'm like, okay. So I'll tell you what, you can spend up to 120 bucks. <laughs> so she picks out her doll and she's like, I think this is a <laughs> hundred. And she picks out her accessory that she wants. And I'm like, okay, well, this is like 135. This is, this is too much. But I love you. We'll go ahead and toss in the extra 15. Yeah. So we go up to the checkout counter. The doll is not 100. The doll is like 120. <laughs>
1: um, and
0: I'm like, okay,
1: uh-huh. well. So now you're chipping in the extra 35.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> then we find out that the twenty off one twenty doesn't count dolls. So I'm just like, how did we all of a sudden spend a hundred and fifty five dollars plus tax at the American Girl doll store?
1: <laughs> all you can what hear happened is here? it's it's the Dr. Dre track as Julie's walking out of the store. Na 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 na. Oh, I, I, I,
0: I was I was thinking, damn! It feels good to be a gangster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just clipped right out of Deadpool 2. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she, um, yeah, she, she cracks me up. So we we went there, and then we were we were honestly we were all relatively tired after that, and we're like, we kind of just want to go back to the room and go to sleep. Yeah, but. We're in the middle of downtown Chicago. We're leaving tomorrow. I'd like to do one more Chicago thing before we head back to the room. Let's go to the top of the Sears Tower. (laughs) The what, Which is now called the Willis Tower. (laughs) And let me tell you right now, like, one of the more absurd things was the first time we went to Chicago as an adult. Like, I went there in junior, my junior year of high school. But the first time I went as an adult was in twenty. 2012 okay 2012 i went and saw the reds beat the brains out of the cubs with my wife (laughs) and we were like hey let's go to the top of the sears tower yeah and at that point in time it never crossed my mind that like companies would lose their licensing agreement for names of buildings and stuff like that like (laughs) i know sears had often been like in financial straits but it never crossed my mind that the sears tower wouldn't be called the sears tower yeah and we got into a taxi cab and we went hey can you take us to the sears tower and the man driving the cab goes which one (laughs) and i just looked at my wife and i was like uh the biggest one big one and he goes okay which one's that and i'm like Hold on, and I pulled out my phone and typed in "What is the Sears Tower called now?" <laughs> <sighs> yeah,
1: back when um, cab drivers could afford to be kind of pieces of shit. Now it's just like, I don't have to deal with you. I'm calling an Uber.
0: <laughs> so we took Julie to the Sears Tower, and they have um, time frames to load in now. Like you have to make reservations and all this shit. Yeah, and our earliest reservation was like two and a half hours from when we were there, so we went and ate at um, Shake Shack, which we don't have any of down here, so I didn't feel bad about. <laughs> um, at Shake Shack's delicious. Yep. Um, and waited out our turn for the Sears Tower, um, Willis Tower. Um, and have you been there recently, Johnny? You want to laugh? Never been there. Nope. <laughs> they redid like the entrance queue, so there is a really long entrance queue that's all about like the history of Chicago, uh, with a whole bunch of interactive exhibits and places to take pictures and stuff. Okay. Um, it's actually really neat. Uh, so we did all that and then took Julie to the top and. The whole time she was acting weird about it, she's like, I'm scared, it's going to be hot, I'm scared. And I'm like, nothing to be scared about, kiddo. <laughs> it's it's a building. We're going up an elevator in a building.
1: Yep.
0: Um, and the second we got up there, she did not give half a shit. She was just like running over, staring out all the windows, and then we had explained to her the sky deck. Which there used to be one sky deck, I think, when we were there the last time. Mm-hmm. And now there are like five sky decks. Uh, and the sky deck is a platform that stretches out about three feet from the end of the building, enclosed in glass, so you can stand directly over the pavement. Yep. Um, and she's like, I want to go, go out in the sky deck. okay little girl who five minutes ago was like i'm scared is now wanting to run out there of course so we take her out there and we do the customary family photos and stuff like that which by the way nothing has possibly shown me how much camera phones have come in the last 10 years than taking that photo because amy and i did the picture on our at that point in time it was probably our htc's Okay. Might have been an might have been an iPhone was probably an HTC. Yeah. And they looked like shit. <laughs> I mean, they looked horrific. And when we just took our pictures out there with our iPhones, they looked fantastic. Yeah. Um but Julie like after we took the family photo, she goes, "Okay, can you guys step out of here? I want to do a cartwheel." <laughs> And we're we're like, what? She's like, yeah, I want to do a cartwheel. Take a picture. And so we stepped out and she was cartwheeling across the sky deck. As we were taking photos and videos of it.
1: So much for the fear of the elevator, huh?
0: Yeah, that child has no worries (laughs) about heights. None whatsoever. Yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw those videos go up. And you were like, what is this random video of this child doing cartwheels over glass? Yeah, that was on the sky deck of the Willis Tower.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was really funny. Because, she, like I said, she was all freaked out about it. And then she just kept going like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. Uh, okay. L- living
1: best life at that point. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Like... But isn't that the way it always goes? It's the one thing they don't want to do. And then once they do it, it's just like, I can't get enough of the thing I didn't want to do.
0: It wasn't even like she didn't want to do it. She was just being kind of weird about it, honestly. And, and, you know, that's fine. Like, I don't need her to be, like, jumping for joy about it. But it was just the fact that she just continually was like, I'm scared. I'm scared about going up in an elevator. And we're like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, you do this all the time. Yep. So, yeah.
1: Well, it's, it, the pictures turned out great, man. I mean, I was really happy that you guys were able to find some time to, uh, enjoy yourselves and do some cool, like, family stuff. Um, I mean, for us, it was just such a hectic weekend, start to finish, including, like, cause my family had come over from Canada and everything else. So it was just, One of those things that, like, we were even having a tough time finding, like, enough time to spend with everybody. And, I mean, events like that, that's kind of what it is, right? Like, it's never going to be about being able to spend time with the people that are coming to, like, share in your moment. It's just get through it, keep going, try to figure a way to make it work. So...
0: Yeah, it's all good.
1: We're super happy to have you guys here. Um, We have partook in the delicious array of Girl Guide cookies that were provided... I mean, provided it's... (laughs) We're... (laughs) Yes. um,
0: The the cookies that you bought that we finally delivered.
1: We'll say this. um, Wasn't a big fan of the Raspberry like I thought I was going to be.
0: I don't think they're the best cookie.
1: Yeah.
0: But I do like them.
1: They're fine. I'll say that. They're fine. They're good. I mean, it's kind of what you... Try to look for sometimes, but um, no, it was really great to have you guys here. And I mean, getting to see some of the photos that you're able to take while you guys were out having a little bit of fun, it was uh, it was really great,
0: yeah, it was a good time. Um, so yeah, uh, Johnny, how, what'd you do this past week, buddy?
1: <laughs> Work. Um, I think we were discussing just before we got on the show, like Ashley's been, um, (laughs) actually it's, I was sick to start the week Sunday night. I ended up with a second round of food poisoning in 2023. So my Sunday night and Monday morning were a challenge. And then coming out of that, Ashley was saying that her throat was feeling a little scratchy and, uh, she actually ended up sick and she is sick now she's dealing with it um just it's it's really it's really tough man we're uh that's not good no because and i don't know how much people who listen to this know but unfortunately when you are pregnant your list of medications that they will give you a green light to take at any point are pretty scarce unfortunately so it's It's one of those things that, um, you know, she's just trying to get through it right now. Uh, And we'll go from there. We watched, we'll touch base on this again in a little bit. But obviously we did catch up on Ted Lasso. We did catch up on Mandalorian. And subsequently, (laughs) our favorite trashy program on Netflix, which is called Love is Blind, has a new season out. And so we were enjoying that a little bit as well. And then parlay that into uh, what is currently WrestleMania weekend. So there's a little bit of wrestling on the uh, old TV right now.
0: It is. There is a lot of wrestling on TV.
1: It's the opposite of a problem is what I would tell people.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and talk for a second. got to grab this. Yeah
1: uh but outside of that you know i, f- I feel kind of bad greg i was kind of hoping to be able to talk to you about a little bit of football but i actually watched zero seconds of anything this week but wasn't this past week the spring break anyway
2: yeah the, they just started back up on saturday it was not a good week oh, no. oh. what good uh game. what all
1: did you have going on this week buddy what do, what have you been watching what have you been watching
2: uh I'm watching the first forty eight on a and e okay and then watch chelsea lose I'm not sure how they know. how the yeah I don't know how the how our coach is still our coach right now but on Twitter it was there's was like three hundred or four hundred thousand tweets about it you know it tells you you know trending and it tells you the amount of tweets After that match, it was like 400 and some odd thousand tweets saying, what, they just can't score, man. Just shit the
1: bed a little bit?
2: Not even a little bit. Like, they had 70% possession. They outshot them like 18 to 3 or 18 to 4 and lost 2-0. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, at some point, somebody's got to take responsibility for that heads will roll is what you're telling me i no idea we have no idea what's happening so it's guess we'll find out soon so
1: not the kickoff to the uh spring season that you're hoping for
2: no but i mean i wasn't really expecting a lot from this year anyways but it was just yeah. more of a yeah they could have done better Oh, man, they just love things kind of like lost. turn around
1: a little bit. It's kind of disappointing to like hear that because it's it's one of those things. I, I I saw something that I thought was funny. Maybe it wasn't funny at all. But it was like someone said that Man City was putting their NPCs in to finish the game the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, did they really stomp Liverpool that bad?
2: Yeah, it wasn't pretty for Liverpool.
1: <laughs> Greg, I know I've told you this before, but I'm gonna say it again. There's two of the best days on the planet, and that is when your team wins and any day that Liverpool takes an absolute shit kicking.
2: yeah it, it was not <laughs> Liverpool started that match really good and then it was just like man City was like, wait a second, we're man City. yeah just how that went. Uh, it was it was not not good. and then yeah. Liverpool swapped out four players and it got worse. I don't even know. So. But it was. That was. That was a rough one to watch. Like that one I didn't mind watching But the Chelsea one was just like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hit hit like, the goal. Maybe I'll just
1: watch the Reds today. Maybe I'll just watch the Reds today. It this is probably been, a better idea. I
2: don't know man. It probably would have been better. <laughs> it was not very good. Well, I, you can see there, there's no. If you watch this game. Or this match. And then watch a match from there you know, 10 matches ago, they look the same. Yeah. Like 10 matches is plenty of time to make changes. And you're just not seeing any difference. Like yeah. maybe it's minor. You know, they started, they started Reese James as a, or uh, Cucurella as a back, left back. or And then Reese James is the other, or the right back with Kulabali in the middle. And, and like Trevor Chalaba is a, a natural right back why would you put that and not put race james on the right wing like i just don't understand then you had a lot of the a lot of offense running through the right wing for somebody that's not is a third of how good is reese james is reese james is so yeah. i don't understand like he's why was, was chaliba hurt like he was on the bench like what were you thinking I understand yeah. having Reese James like Reese James is a, is a lockdown defender, but we need offense. We don't need defense right there. Chaliba yeah. would have been perfectly fine. Like, you, there's just decisions like that. You're just trying to think, what was the logic?
1: Yeah. Well, there isn't. Let me just let me, let me just cut you off the legs there. There's no logic to decisions. It's over managing or micromanaging.
2: Yeah. But when you're in a situation where you have probably one of the highest payrolls in the Premier League in your Mm 11th. At some point, you're going to get fired. Yeah. Not trust the process on this one. Trust the process is still being top half. You know, we're okay not... Like, we've already resigned ourselves to not being in the Champions League next year. Mm Mm-hmm. You know... This is going to be our rebuilding year. We could focus on getting everything we want, the setup the way we want, and then you're shitting the bed on matches that you should be winning. Like, it's not like these people were top four. They were they were 10th. Right. They were literally the same level as we are. They had an XG of, like, 0. .6. We had a two-point something, and we lost 2-0. Like, it's... Yeah. You're just not executing... The shots we were taking weren't good shots. They weren't dangerous. You know, there's just so many, so many blatant things that you just you it's you see it last week, the week before, the week before that. It's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. Then they'll do something like they'll beat Dortmund in the <laughs> Champions League. Like we thought we were coming around a corner a bit. Nope. Same shit. We just got lucky. And Dortmund had a bad game or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> It'll be a thing. And hopefully it happens sooner than later. Where they finally decide to just turn it on a little bit more consistently. And I mean, you and I could literally be talking about either one of our respective clubs at this point. Because Real Madrid does the same shit. Where the level of talent that they have on the pitch... Doesn't equate to the result at the end of the game. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you come out like gangbusters against a team like Arsenal and then go to play Barca and just be like, eh, whatever.
2: Man, fuck it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's, it's, but I mean, that's part of being a sports fan too. And I mean, I've seen a lot of people recently being like, I should just stop cheer like watching and following football. I feel like I'd be a happier person if I just stopped. And I mean, I do believe we could probably just apply that to any sport. To be yeah. totally honest
2: with you, the whole idea of watching the sport is to have that fun and enjoy the the wins and revel in the losses type stuff. It's just when you're when you're in at least with Real, you'll have you're like you're still in second place, so, so you're yeah. you know not winning La Liga is also considered a failure for Real, I mean, obviously. But and then still have the Champions League. You have a good shot at going deep in the Champions League. They always do the same way with like Chelsea could do. Chelsea could turn up playing Real. We have no idea. We have no idea. Like it's a team you just don't want to play because you have yeah. no idea how Chelsea is going to play. Chelsea could be like, oh, we're doing, we're going to be shit this time. Oh, we're going to be getting beat five nil. Or we'll come around and we'll be like, okay, we're going to beat you 5-0. It just it just doesn't happen. I have no idea. It's just a straight-up guess at this point. But our former coach is now uh, coach of Bayern Munich, which Chelsea could end up playing in the next round if they get past Real. Which is weird. They
1: uh, It was funny we just mentioned that because Rodrigo just put one in for Madrid like 30 seconds ago. (laughs) Okay, I'll take it. It's a start. Um, Just to kind of switch gears a little bit, Richard, was there anything that you also watched this week? Because, like, I can tell sometimes when we're talking football, I look over and Richard has the same face that Greg makes when Richard and I talk wrestling.
0: No, it's okay. No big deal. Um, (laughs) I watched the remainder of Clarkson's Farm this week. Okay, uh, we had watched the first like four and a half episodes uh, a few weeks ago, and we watched the remainder of it last night. Um, Amy has also been hesitant to watch The Mandalorian. Okay. Um, hesitant to watch. I'm not quite putting it right. She really hated Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. But she only watched, like, an episode and a quarter of it. Like, I, I remember it vividly. We were watching it, and she went up and said, I'm going to take a shower. And I said, oh, okay, I'll turn this off. And she said, no, no, keep on watching. You're fine. <laughs> and that's her way of saying, I'm done with this, and I will never watch it again. Um, and I tried to explain to her she needs to watch the last three episodes. Yeah. And if she didn't, she would be confused. And annoyed. And no matter how many times I explained it, she was just like, oh, okay, yeah, but does it get better? And I'm like, would I be telling you this? And she's like, well, okay. But she always just kind of refused to do it. And I finally was just like, look, we just need to sit down and get through this. So that's what we did. We watched the entirety of Book of Boba Fett, uh, the last three episodes, uh, and then we watched um, the first three episodes, four episodes of The Mandalorian. Well, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the first two episodes in their entirety, right? And I had already watched the third episode, so she watched the first four minutes and the last four minutes. <laughs>
1: That's pretty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much how I read books. Sometimes is like read the first page and then the last page of each chapter, and I'm like, eh, I think I got it. Let's keep going.
0: Yeah. Um. She. I, I. Okay. So we'll talk about Mandalorian a little bit here without getting into too deep of a dive or too many spoilers, but. Episode 3 of The Mandalorian? Yeah, 3. Was kind of an interlude episode. Yeah. Where the majority of it took place on Coruscant, which was really nice. You don't see Coruscant a lot in the Star Wars universe. Um. And did not involve The Mandalorian at all. Um.
1: You're correct. It was nice to see Coruscant. Um, I did not care for that episode, in all honesty. I, I I don't think either one of us really did, and it was so long.
0: I actually... Okay, on a personal level, I did enjoy the episode. It's not my favorite episode I've ever watched, and it's not something that I'm like, I can't wait to watch that one again. Um, but it did something that we don't see a lot which is it gave us a chance to see the New Republic and how it kind of worked yeah um that being said something I have not really enjoyed and this is without going into too deep spoilers um the New Republic has largely been shown to be ineffectual
1: like head in in the sand literally just buried their head in the sand. And that's it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it you know at least with um what was it? Cara Dune. At least when Cara Dune was around you were like, "Oh, okay, there's one person that works for the New Republic who's not completely ineffectual." Yeah. Um but yeah, it was like every time they've been brought up in the Mandalorian, they it's either been like, "Oh, they're hassling the mandalorian and they're going to freaking you know he's gonna speed off on him or you know whatever and it's just like it doesn't i don't know i it, it, you know it happened again in that episode they were shown to be largely ineffectual and in the next episode they were again it was like they, they confirmed wow these guys really are ineffectual And it just kind of, I don't know, like, it just kind of annoys me. Like, I, I get that the First Order has to rise, and they aren't going to rise if you have, like, a completely perfect government system and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think I think the thing is it kind of reminds me of the Jedi in the prequel trilogy, where, you know, the Jedi just basically ran around the whole time being like, Ha-ha, we're the Jedi, nothing bad can happen
1: well and it's just so frustrating because like you don't feel like they would be that, uh, you don't, don't feel like they'd be the that right.
0: bureaucratic and dumb
1: It's just dumb like it just seems dumb and it's not enjoyable it's not fun to watch because like you're telling me these are the same people that figured out how to like master work the Death Star construction plans and lay out a plan for how to precisely hit 8 like I just it doesn't, it doesn't add up
0: Yeah, well like It's not
1: consistent
0: I was so excited when Tim Meadows appeared on screen I was like, holy shit, it's Tim Meadows And then it's just like, oh Tim Meadows is a bureaucrat
1: Coolest part of this episode Was Mr. Kim from King's Convenience Oh, yeah And seeing Zeb from Rebels.
0: But yeah, it just, I don't know. It just, it frustrates me with what they've done. Like, with the Disney Star Wars, it, and it didn't dawn on me when I first watched The Force Awakens. It didn't dawn on me for a little bit afterwards, but you're watching The Force Awakens and it takes a massive shit on A New Hope. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on a on, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And legitimately, like every time I watched Return of the Jedi afterwards, it was just like. Huh. These idiots are dancing without knowing ten minutes from now their lives are gonna all turn to shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of spoils the feel-good vibe of uh Return of the Jedi.
0: <laughs> it does! It, you, you're, you're watching them yubnub all over the place and it's like, eh, hey, uh, you two are gonna have a kid. He's gonna turn evil and he's gonna make him go off and live in a space monastery by himself. Uh, <laughs> then he's gonna murder him. And uh oh, by the way, uh the furry one, yeah, he's just angry and depressed all the time.
1: Also I got a little side note
2: for Greg. Benzema just hit his hat trick. You got you got a hat trick? Oh Jesus. I had that up. Uh, it was it was twenty nine minutes, thirty two minutes, thirty six minutes. <laughs> Who are they playing? Do they have a defense? Uh Valladolid. No, oh I think. no, they're sixteenth. Okay, that explains it.
1: <laughs> it's uh Yeah. Yeah. It's um
2: <laughs> it's oh, it's I just, a thing. Yeah, I just saw that God that Real's twelve points behind Barca. Yep. In standings? Yeesh. It's fine.
1: Um, getting back to that though, Richard, I agree with you. It was one of those things where like I watched the original films now and I can't go into Force Awakens right after that. Like I need to give it a gap because watching those two back to back, I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like I thought Force Awakens was really good, but that was recency bias. You go back and watch if I had done what we did for Marvel and like watch the films that came just prior to that. Like the day of before going to see Force Awakens, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed Force Awakens as much.
0: Yeah i I think that for the most part, I would have always enjoyed Force Awakens because it was finally a Star Wars sequel and it brought back all the original characters and stuff. But no, it, you're right. It's if you watch them back to back, or even I mean, like I said, just even watching Return of the Jedi, it's like we going to celebrate here, guys. Your Republic is built on a sham. It's going to fall within a matter of, like, 25 years. You're, you, you, you're <laughs> done. This is stupid.
1: You've done nothing to help. Nothing. So, I don't know. It's, I, actually, there's something else we can talk about in a little bit here, but we'll get into that after it has to do with Disney. Um, thoughts and feelings on this episode overall, though?
0: I have enjoyed The Mandalorian this season uh mm-hmm. even including the interlude. So this this worked for me. Okay.
1: I think the uh, big one for me is just feeling at times you <sighs> can't quite put my finger on it. The current stuff just I don't know if this makes sense to you Greg, but like it just doesn't feel the same. And it hasn't since the original films. Something just feels. It's like when they do like a recast of a minor supporting character in a series that you really love, and you don't figure it out until after the series or the season's over, and you're like, "Oh yeah, they replaced that person." Right. I didn't even notice, but like you knew that there was something, just like a hairpin off. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I, I understand what you're, what you're getting at there. it? Does it it's because it never it doesn't give you the same feel like you'd want to like when you watch the first ones. Obviously, this nostalgia because it's yeah. it was so far, it was so far gone. There's so far different, like different time frames in your life. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, um, I'm going to do this," and then they jack it up as bad as they did. I'm like, "Oh, I okay.
0: can." I can tell you what I think is off. It's Disney. Uh, Grogu's story has largely taken a back seat this season. Yeah. And that's not to say that he's not in the seasons, but like, or in the episodes, but a lot of what has happened with Grogu this season has been him just sitting on Mando's lap while Mando does something. And yeah. it's not necessarily bad, but it's, I don't know, it's noticeable. Yeah. And after having two seasons that are like dedicated to, hey, we got to get the kid. We got to get the kid back to his people. Hey, we got to get the kid. We got to get the kid back to his people. We got to save the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season is really more about Mando's journey, and yeah. then like every episode, they'll be like, "By the way, Grogu's got to do this," and it's like a five-minute task out of the episode. <laughs>
1: uh I just I just think overall something just feels off the last little while and I mean you' you're getting that sense with I think just I don't know I feel like that's a common theme right now with Disney and a lot of the stuff that they're doing so I'll just you know sit back and wait and go from there. Um, I did see the first trailer for Secret Wars this week. I didn't know what it was until I saw Terrible CG and I was like, this looks like Marvel.
0: Oh, there was a trailer. I just saw stills.
1: No, I it's straight up video footage with Sam Jackson and Again, it, it looked like Agents of Shield quality CG work.
0: Well, hopefully they fix that.
1: <laughs> I just saw Greg, he's like, and we're done. Yeah. I will not be watching Secret Wars. Thank you.
0: Yeah, like I said, hopefully they fix that.
2: One thing Secret Wars has going for it is it has uh, Khaleesi in it. Doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's it's got um, Amelia... Clark. Yeah. Yes, that's it.
1: Yep, no, saw the trailer for it, didn't really, like, fully pay attention. I'm sure there's going to be, I'm sure it's online by now, then I can actually sit down and watch it in its entirety. But we, um, yeah, no, it was, Mando was good this week. Um, Is there anything else you guys want to touch on as far as Mandalorian goes? Greg's just kind of like, please, God, just (laughs) start putting the dirt on top of the casket. We're fine
2: here. Right.
0: Uh, No, I believe we have one more topic to discuss, though. And that is John Wick Chapter 4.
1: Proceed. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to go ahead and just toss this out there. This is a spoiler warning for John Wick Chapter 4. If you have not seen John Wick Chapter 4, we have given you ample amount of time to do so. The remainder of the episode will be about John Wick Chapter 4. Go ahead and just turn off the episode here. <laughs> Johnny has not seen John Wick Chapter 4 and I have warned him that he should go ahead and just take his headphones off and he said he's fine. Oh, I don't give a care. This is your spoiler warning for John Wick Chapter 4. (laughs) As a side note, we're going to go ahead and go into the spoilers literally right now. I'm giving you your spoiler warning. This is like in case the person in the back of the car is controlling the stereo with their phone. And you're, you have to, like, slap them to try to get them to, like, like you're slapping the phone out of their hand to get them to turn it off so you don't hear the spoilers. I'm just making sure you have plenty of time to do that. Slap the phone out of their hand.
1: Slap it to base. Because
0: the spoilers are going to start in three, two, one. So, you know, the previous John Wick movies after one has had a chapter title, like the last one was Parabellum. And they didn't tell you the chapter title of this movie until the end of the movie. And it was John Wick Chapter Four. John dies at the end. <laughs>
2: There's so I've um, seen so many articles about this that I wouldn't have seen normally. If somebody like something like that dies, like the movie just came out, and they're like, mm, let's spoil it for everybody the day it comes out.
0: Yeah, it was actually really funny because I'm part of a bunch of different subreddits that are um, that are movie based, and the number of people who have been like spoilers regarding John Wick Chapter Four, and <clears throat> yeah, they'll they'll go in and post like you know Chapter Five looks unlikely or whatever, and people will be like, oh, what sort of spoil? Everyone knows how it ends. John Wick kills a bunch of people and doesn't die. <laughs> And it's like, oh, guess what? You're wrong on one count, and it's not John but killing a bunch of people.
2: Yep, way it goes. But it's also, but it 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 is that thing where you don't see the body.
0: You do see the body, though. You I don't mean like you watch him fall to the ground dead.
2: No, you see you see him fall to the ground.
0: Like you, and then admittedly off screen someone could come and grab him and be like yeah don't worry our weird assassin church has ways to remedy this and take him and revive him
1: finally the dc crossover i've been waiting for it's a lazarus pit
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah keanu has said that given the right story, whatever, he could see the ending being interpreted a different way where he didn't die at the end and there being a John Wick Chapter 5. But he also made it sound like it's pretty damn unlikely.
2: Yeah, they did go all Fast and Furious on this one.
0: Yeah, th- this this movie, like, there were a few stunts that were, like, one notch down from the Fast and the Furious. Uh, maybe more than one notch down, but they were heading in that direction. They,
2: what, like, the, they were, the steps was Fast and Furious. There was no way that wasn't. Are think, you talking
0: about when when he got kicked down?
2: All of the fucking steps. Yeah. There's no way like inertia doesn't work like that.
0: <laughs> you, you, you know what I was thinking of as I was watching it. What crazy Japanese bike game.
2: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That makes sense, yeah.
0: There was a great Flash game that's probably dead now. Uh, I think there's got to be a mirror of it that works somehow.
2: You found it a few years ago.
0: Yeah, but that was before all the browsers killed Flash. Oh, yeah. Uh, Called Nanaka Crash. And it was a Japanese game uh, that you could occasionally find English translations and basically there would be a dude standing there and he would get hit by a bike. And then he would go flying in the air, and you would have to choose to hit him so he would fly higher or fly lower. And the goal was to see how far you could make him fly.
2: <laughs> it was a al- um, it hilarious. It's still funny.
0: Dude, the game was so much fun. I, I I every once in a while I would think of it and be like, it's time to play knock a crash. And I would sit and lose like an hour just like that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, it was – I don't know. The movie was really good. Um, I I think that my my one issue with John Wick Chapter 2 and John Wick Chapter 3 was the movies were a little – they thought they were more art than they were. Like, they would often be like, you know – oh, let's say some things in Latin and make all this sound super important. And, like, there's all this mythology behind it. And it's like, dude, I just want to see the man with the beard and long hair shoot a bunch of people. (laughs) That's all I want. Uh, And they did that really well here. Like, there was still... There was still some weird, like... Religious tones and some extra like Latin involved, but it was done really well. Um, yeah, Greg, your thoughts? <laughs> I
2: mean, I really liked it. I liked the it, like the Fast and Furious stuff. I didn't really care a lot for, but I, guess, I mean, I don't really go for the plot for that movie, so but this, the fight swings were cool um, I think the nun check scene went on a little too long but other than that I thought it was really good well, I like the introduction of the uh, Mr. Nobody thing guy Yeah, like how the hell is he doing it type of thing I have no idea
0: Yeah. Um they did a really good job also with the like side characters. Um Donnie Yen. Yep. Um he was fantastic in it. Um they they honestly they did just a really fantastic job with like all of the side characters. If if you yeah, you know, I think that was probably one of the things that they kind of screwed up a little bit with some of the previous um, John Wick movies. Uh, Some of the side characters were, at best, mediocre.
1: I thought it was Um, pretty cool at the uh, premiere that they honored uh, Lance Reddick as well. Yeah. I mean, I just finished the story in Destiny 2 and... It's such a weird parallel a little bit with where the story goes within Destiny 2 right now and with the man who voiced Savala passing. I <laughs> I was not in full control of my emotions as I was playing through the last little bit of the current story. It was a tough, tough, tough go. So I thought it was really nice of them to do that. And I mean, some of the things that, you know, Keanu has come out to say about that gentleman as well i mean everything that's everyone's saying it seems like he was just one of the most like loved people on any set or project that he was part of yeah so i just no, not to take away from what you're trying to say here for the film but i thought that was really cool especially like i know donnie yen specifically went out of his way to like speak to the press about lance reddick as well
0: which I don't think they were even in a scene together,
1: but no, it just speaks to like yeah. it's obviously no, someone. No, who... Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm not knocking it. I'm... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, just, it was. It's nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, if if you are a fan of the franchise and you have for some reason listened to this spoiler laden review, um. <laughs> You should definitely go see this movie. This is. Well, geez, thanks, Richard. I don't have to watch it. <laughs> it. It is. It is probably the end of the mainline franchise. I know there is apparently an Anna De Armas uh, starring spinoff called The Ballerina.
1: The Ballerina, yep.
0: That takes place between three and four. That it is going to have Keanu in it. Um. And if I'm taking a guess, there will probably be some more spinoff stuff. This they'll probably go ahead and make their continental show that they've been trying to make since John Wick Chapter One. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I, I, I did. I I enjoyed this. I I recommend this. Um, if you're a fan of the franchise, it gave us some really nice closure. Uh, even though I didn't honestly expect that we would have it happen like it, it 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 is interesting when you go into something like this that is it's safe like you watch you watch Fast and Furious you're like okay Dom's not gonna die because God knows Vin Diesel would never allow that like you you know it so when you have the ability to watch something and and be genuinely surprised by it yeah um it's pretty damn cool
1: well i'm glad you guys enjoyed it i know you were looking forward to it and i know it's never easy when like the realization sets in that a franchise that you've enjoyed for how many years now you're like oh shit like this is actually over
0: yeah, I'm, I mean, like we said, it, there's always the possibility that it's not over. There's always the possibility that Keanu and uh, the director whose name I can never remember, Chad Stolinsky or something like that, uh, will get together and be like, yeah, yeah, he's not really dead, don't worry about it, and make <laughs> chapter five. Um, but they gave themselves a really nice out here to not have to do that if they don't want to. Yep. Yeah um and yeah i did i I really enjoyed it
1: where do you rank if you had to rank the four films in order how would you do that one
0: four two three
2: yep oh
1: good glad you haven't spent any time thinking about that um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's Jesus. kind of
2: yeah if you when you watch four you'll understand why four is number two okay
0: it, it is. It, it is. It is their best movie since the first. Okay.
2: The first gets you gets you by introducing you to him. Then you're like, yeah. And they're all like, everybody was just scared of him and shit. Now it's just like, holy crap! Now you can see what he can do.
0: Yeah, and, and like the second one's really good, and the third one is not as good. But I I think the the biggest issue, quite frankly, with both the second and the third one is the story just gets a little too convoluted and right. the villain is just not as good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one just, you know, it, it just works. It is it is substantially better. So they went out on a high note.
1: Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad it was... I'm, I'm glad it lived up to the expectations you guys had. Cause I know, I know, I know we've discussed the other films and I know you haven't been entirely. Imp- not unimpressed, but like just wish that it had been slightly different than what it was. So I'm glad that they kind of came back and really delivered <clears throat> for this final installment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I recommend it if you have a chance to see it definitely do so um i did make the mistake i saw it in the imax theater uh it was glorious on the big screen but what i didn't realize is that amc the imax theater still has the stadium style seating instead of the Mm. recliners (laughs) and the whole time i was like i
1: What I is this, this sitting my... up nonsense? I don't do this. I mean, this that's kind of how it felt. Experience?
0: We walked in and looked at it, and I looked at the chairs and went, Greg, I'm so sorry I made a terrible mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were you were Job from Arrested Development? I've made yeah, a terrible mistake.
0: <laughs> and Greg's like, what? And I'm like, these aren't recliners, Greg. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know.
2: Yeah. Oh, shoot.
0: Well, Well, I think that's what we got for you this week.
1: Yeah. Um, We will touch... We'll do a double dip on Ted Lasso next weekend for the next episode. Um, Beyond that, I know that there is some things coming up in the next little while. I would like to potentially discuss some of the fallout from Shazam 2. I know it's a little bit painful. I know it's not a lot of fun. But, I mean, there's the, the... the level of dr- the level of drama from DC right now is more entertaining than any of the films they've made.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know, it's <laughs> it's kind of
1: y- y'all just y'all just like excommunicated the Rock, <laughs> like that's that's impressive. I mean, now Zachary Levi is I don't know, man, things are. Things are going sideways in a most ridiculous way. And maybe it's by design. Maybe they're just like, hey, how do we get the attention off Ezra Miller? Let's let everything else be shittier than that human being.
0: Okay, hold on. No one has been shittier than Ezra Miller in all this. I know, but
1: they're just trying to, by volume, bury the lead for that.
0: Yeah, I. you know, honestly, I didn't think that Zachary Levi would take it this poorly that the movie did badly. <laughs> Because as much as I liked the original Shazam I don't think it's hard to admit that like the fact that the universe is dead or dying or however you want to look at it it's taken the wind out of basically anyone who still cared about DC content sales. Yeah. I I think that you'll still see the Flash do well because of the Batman 89 factor.
1: Uh, they should just call it 89 and just leave it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I do. I think you'll still see The Flash do well, and I think there's a chance that Blue Beetle still does well because, quite frankly, I can't think of another Hispanic superhero that's been at the box office in the last decade.
1: Yeah. Well, and we can get into that next week, too, and, I mean, there's still some stuff coming from Aquaman, too. I mean, that, that film's been... In production hell since ever and the amber heard yeah. stuff didn't help
0: and and um, that's and that's why like i don't think I, I don't aquaman being tied to the old universe i don't think that it's going to do well i think people have basically no. given up on it yeah um i don't know i i like i said i think the flash may do well i think blue beetle may do well i don't think aquaman does and i i'm not shocked that shazam hasn't yeah, we'll 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 get into a little bit next week maybe. It it depends. I I don't I don't want to be like super negative like No, I it's, just it's think it's it's not the energy I want to put out in the world.
1: No, I think there's just an honest breaking point for that studio right now and I don't think it's a terrible thing that James Gunn is trying to create some healthy boundaries and distance from the previous <clears throat> um Creative um, above and beyond that. I, I, I know it's the first weekend uh, footy coming back, Greg. So I hope the rest of the day is a little more. Hey, maybe, maybe we'll see Benzema put another four or five in. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> if they want to get a hold of you, Greg, and be able to discuss a little bit of the uh, champions league or the premier league starting to wrap up. Cause I think we're what halfway through most of the season right now. We're, a
2: week. Uh, we're week 30, no, our week of 27. So we there's like 10 games left.
1: Okay. Uh, If they want to get a hold of you, how can they contact you?
2: At Woe Gregory.
1: And that'd be on Twitter, and I assume Mm. for Twitter as well. Richard, if they want to get a hold of you to be able to discuss John Wick, or thank you for all the spoilers to save them 20 bucks at the theater.
0: At Richard Versus.
1: And if you do have any questions, concerns, or feedback for the podcast, I do welcome all communication via our podcast twitter account which is at versus podcast followed by the underscore above and beyond that it's sunny the tornadoes have left i'm hoping it's going to be warm it's wrestlemania weekend cody rhodes is beating roman reigns tonight richard
0: have a good week everybody man could you imagine if
1: If he doesn't it makes roman like the all-time greatest heel like it has to How, how do you like, how do you, I don't know. It's, it's wild, man. I've, 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 I've considered it.